What does people plus food service plus conversation equal? The Food Service for Thought podcast. Produced by Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and hosted by Carrie Clements and Justin Oliveras, the bi-monthly podcast connects the food service industry through in-depth conversations with chefs, restaurant equipment suppliers, food service establishment owners, and so many others that make up our wonderful industry. If you like food, people, and great conversation, we think you will enjoy the Food Service for Thought podcast. Today's guest is Rich Malachy. He is the CEO of Malachy Parts and Service, a certified Cefesa company in New Jersey that provides factory-authorized commercial cooking, refrigeration, dishwashing, and food prep equipment service, maintenance, and installations. He is an industry thought leader and content creator who has started the food equipment industry's first digital marketing conference and group, the Food Equipment Digital Disruptors, also known as the Fed Group. Whether you are a technician, service company owner, manufacturer, director of marketing, or even a rep or dealer, Rich's brand of strategy and content will help you develop a new and fresh way to approach your business's marketing. Hey, Justin. Uh, Rich Malachy is here with us today, and I'm super excited. We got to chat a while back, and I met him for like half a second at the Massey Conference in 2020. Um, and then after that, he had his first uh, Food Equipment Digital Disruptors Conference, and and so I was super stoked that he would join us. So welcome, Rich. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you so much for uh, for having me. I'm excited to chat. We start each episode asking a couple of get-to-know-your-food questions that we call a bouche and I I never pronounce it right. Uh, I'm gonna look at Justin's face. He didn't make a he didn't make a bad face, so I didn't screw it up too bad. To remind everybody what that is, Justin. Sure. So mousse bouche is a something that is served at usually nicer restaurants. It's sort of something to awaken the palate. So you get a little, a little one bite, just sort of something that says, hello, welcome to tonight's proceedings. And this is what your pal- palate will be expecting throughout the, the night. So in that spirit, uh, Rich, we just have a couple of uh, some questions and kind of uh, loosen, loosen the mood here a little bit and get into it. So Carrie is going to ask the first one. I'll ask the second and then Carrie will round out asking the third. So Carrie, you are up. First question, a moose-bouche for Rich. Go for it. Here we go. Okay, Rich. What is the dish you most often cook for the people you love? Meatballs from scratch. Um, every holiday, uh, Thanksgiving, Christmas, usually save it for the special occasion so we don't get sick of it. But everyone always loves them. I, and I'll tell you, I don't tell anybody this. My secret ingredient is a stick of butter right in there. Butter, is, butter makes everything better. How, how many meats do you use in the meatballs? Uh, so some people do like the uh, pork, beef, and veal. I just don't like the way veal tastes. I cut the veal out, so it's just a two two meat blend, pork and beef. You could almost be a southerner with the stick of butter, because you know we're a stick of butter yeah. butter thing here. <laughs> you know, stick That's of right. butter. Uh, Question uh, number so... two, moose bouche. If you were a food, what would you be? Pizza. I could eat pizza every day for almost every meal. 
listen, uh, it, does, it doesn't matter if it's uh, Sicilian, if it's uh, just a regular plain pie. Give me pizza. I will be pizza in the next life. <laughs> I would just, Carrie, I would just like to uh, formally declare that Rich and I have just become best friends. So, Last amuse-bouche, what is your go-to food when you're sad or you're mad? You're just not having a good day. Um, so, I mean, it's probably, it's always going to be comfort food for me. People, and people don't realize I love fast food. Um, I'd say right now, if that was the case, it would be a Five Guys burger with bacon, grilled onions, grilled jalapenos, uh, ketchup, mustard, mayo, the works, uh, with some Cajun fries on the side and just feel, feel a whole lot better after I eat that. <laughs> I mean, yeah. It's <laughs> just <laughs> so, so good. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Rich, oh it's God. like you have a magnifying glass right into my soul and you're just sort of <laughs> just getting right in there for me. That's great. We are, we are the same person. Now now that we know that Rich is, is the greatest human being in the world, you wanted to dive into what I think is a really interesting topic. So I will sit back here, but we wanted to talk a little bit about digital disruptor. Do I have that correct? I think that we should start with Rich telling us where his passion for using digital platforms came from. As a servicer, you guys are, your whole business is so like 911 reactionary. Um, And I love some of the content you put out. And I I like the way that you put it out because you're like, dude, this is this. this? So do that kind of thing, you know? Um, yeah. I, I like that. So, so where did that come from? And, uh, was buy-in difficult from the people around you and is it still difficult? Um, I guess, so yeah, where did it come from and, and what's buy-in been like? So, yeah, I, I would say the, the passion to start the digital journey that I started back in, I believe it's 2018 at this point now. So not too long ago. Um, but the passion for me was a couple of, a couple of things. Number one, um, I wanted to make sure that everyone knew that I was the new face of Malachi Parts and Service, and there's really no better way to do that than to just get on the social media channels, not worrying about if you have 50,000 followers or 500, um, just focusing on the audience that you do have. And Because uh, th- this is, was a family business, right? So everything was, was Rich Senior, Rich Senior, which is why I kind of went with my middle name uh, as, as the tag you see, Rich Malachi. So that was one of the reasons. The other reason was I really wanted to begin to educate a lot of the end user customers, uh, along with, you know, other other channels of the industry, of course, dealers and reps, and just educate them from the service perspective on what we do on a daily basis. And I I think there's so many misperceptions, and we'll probably talk about that uh, a little later, but there's so many misperceptions as to what we have going on on a daily basis. Like you said, 911, urgent, everything's urgent. And so kind of from an educational perspective to show what our technicians are doing, to show what our back office is doing and to become more transparent to the people that we're working with, our, our partners. Um, I, I call our customers, our partners, I'll call our dealers and reps, our partners, our manufacturers, our partners uh, to when you, when you put that out in the world and you say, Hey, listen, this is us. This is what we do. We're being real. We're being authentic. Um, I think it just changes the game that because in, in a world that, uh, we live in where we're all selling parts, we're all selling service, we're all selling the same thing. You have to find the few differentiators that separate you. You know, I could offer extended warranties, which I do. Um, I, I could offer things like that. I could, become, <laughs> I, could, 
I can make sure that we're a certified Cefesa company, which we are. Um, you know, but then there's the other th these these things that we could portray on, on video, and it's and it's just real. It's just happening around us. So you have I mean my media manager following me around the industry, uh, showing me talking with different manufacturers and promoting them while I'm doing it. Never saying, hey, I want you to buy service from Maliki. You'll never see me do that. You're never going to see an ad in my videos. It's always going to be just the real stuff happening around me. So the transparency that builds trust, and that's going to make people knock on my door, and it it is happening. Um, Every week, I'm constantly getting things. I just today, I got someone uh, from the UK that's looking for for some parts distribution. They they know me from LinkedIn, and they said, "Rich, uh, can you quote us on some of these parts? You know, uh, discounting and all these different things." That would have never happened had they not got to know me a little bit on LinkedIn. So there's opportunities um, that come to the table. So that that's the whole big passion behind it. And um, as far as getting people uh, on board, it's been an uphill battle. Um, you know, we walk into places, uh, not just not just Maliki uh, here in, in, in uh, you know, the employees here, they they don't really want to be on camera too much. They're getting um, they're getting a little bit better with it. They know that they that I it, the cameras come with the territory now. But even being on the show floors, going to NRA and NAFM, it's like we're walking in with a weapon sometimes. They're like, no, people have flat out get get out of our booth with the camera. I mean, it's happened. So um, I think as the world. Uh, of 2020 came about and the COVID, like you said, so many more people are jumping into the pool. They're starting to see the, I think the, the importance of getting on here and talking and building your brand because our brands have never mattered more than they do right now. You know, we've always walked around. We're, we're, we're walking personal brand every day, our entire life, but now it's all relationships. It's, it's going to be, it's going to be all, you know, what are you doing? I want to see what you doing. If I can't see what you're doing, what are you hiding? That's the things people are going to start thinking. So um, it's going to be, it's still an uphill battle in this industry. We're slow rolling, but it's, I see, I see a lot of changes and good things coming. Do you think we're going to just like slowly get there and then reach a point where, you know, it's the norm instead of, instead of, you know, an anomaly kind of situation? Do you think it's it's going to move to that, you know, like a year, two years, three years? Yeah, I, I think within the next five years, you'll gradually see it. And, I, and it's funny because when I first started, nobody was really paying attention to anything. And all of a sudden, I see more and more rep groups coming on. I see more and more, uh, not so much dealers, but more and more rep groups coming on. I see some service companies uh, start, and they, and they even reach out to me and say, hey, listen, what, how, do you, how are you starting? How did you do this? I see it becoming just part of people's business plans. And I tell that to people all the time, this has got to be in your business strategy. When you sit down on a Monday morning and you're having team meetings, this needs to be up on the board. This needs to be like, okay, what are we going to focus on today for our video content to put out to the world and not worry about, we, oh, we only have 10 followers on Instagram. So what? Just because those are the followers, that does not mean that's all the eyes looking at you. People are going to find you. They're going to watch the difference between this industry and a lot of others is so many people I find from, from my own travels, they're quiet. They're watching, they're paying attention, but they say nothing. So they're behind the scenes watching. So keep pumping content out. You're just going to create more opportunities, not only for yourself, but for your business, which in turn brings opportunities for the employees. So next five years, I have no doubt that you're going to see a lot more noise on the internet, which is going to be great because it's going to help us all um, build our, our platforms because if we're all interacting organically, we can start jumping onto each other's uh, podcasts like we're doing now. We can interact, and that's how we're going to grow organically. So I think I think it's coming. 
One, one thing I'm curious about what your opinion is uh, from a social media standpoint is there's a lot of people out there that are just tossing content on there, but they don't have a game plan like you alluded to. They don't really have anything specific. And to me, it, I, what is your thoughts about you putting out good, thoughtful, purposeful content getting lost in just the sea of, you know, here's what's in my refrigerator today that you see on Instagram all the time and people just, you know, talking about whatever. And it's like, at what point, how do you deal with people just tuning, not you out, but just tuning you out because it's just another piece of content, right? And I've already seen a yeah. hundred of them today. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, you know, then that's, that's one of the things, you know, being, being thoughtful and, and realizing that you can't put the content out that you think that you would like, you know, you got to think about the, the person looking at it. So when you, and honestly, when I, when I'm doing this, I'm sitting there, when I scroll past my, my video, when I scroll past this, this post, um, if, if it was, it wasn't me and I'm just pulling, if the answer is, yeah, I'm, I'm, I, then why put it up? Put some, you have to put it out for them. I always say you put the content out for the audience, not for yourself. So you have to think, for, for, you know, for me, sitting here when I'm, I'm starting to do this thing called 60 Seconds with Rich Malachi, and I'm hitting topics. And some of them might be controversial. Some of them, you know, might be a little entertaining and fun. But that's what you have to bring. That's what people want to interact with. They don't want to interact with the same old thing like, uh, you know, XYZ refrigerator, model H240, uh, going for uh, $1,500. That's an ad. Nobody cares. If I want to be sold to and when I want to buy something, I'll go to the website and I'll search for that. People want to, when you think about it, people want to learn, they want to interact, they want to be educated, they want entertainment. That's why they're on these platforms. So um, any anyone that is really going to be thinking about being thoughtful, that's what you need to think about. What What is the you, the, the audience going to get from this post? I hope that answered. That's such a, no, that is. And, and I, actually, this is hilarious. I was talking about this last night with my wife that social media when you post on social media you're not and linkedin's an exception but like when you do facebook instagram twitter whatever you're posting for yourself like you're posting a picture of yourself in <laughs> where your butt looks good it's not because you want to educate all your followers it's because you want some some affirmation right so it's interesting that when then you move to a platform like linkedin that you have to completely flip your motivation and your focus of like, hey, I need to put something out that I might not get any immediate return on, but it might help someone out there in the field or it might help a customer as they're making a decision. I might not see that for a year or maybe ever, but it's interesting to see the, the selfish to unselfish flip that you have to make from, from one thumb tap to the next. Yeah, that is a that is a great point because LinkedIn is definitely, um, for, for, for our industry, I think it's where everybody needs to be 90% of the time. I just I always post on Instagram, it goes to Facebook, it does all that. But most of my time is spent on LinkedIn, just even just connecting with people. It's not just about posts. See, I really interact with people and, and engage on other on other people's posts and jump in their DMs and say, hey, and not selling them, just say, listen, just love happy that we connected. You know, I'm down here in Jersey. I hope everything's well. And just start the relationships too. So yeah, I mean LinkedIn is is definitely the game changer. You're not gonna you're not gonna get by on a on those butt posts and those other things that are happening on the other places. You need to be real. You need to bring it. So um, in the beginning, maybe it was 2018, although I think it was probably 2019, I saw something, and I don't know if it was. It was a video, I think. And you were at a table with a bunch of men, and I don't know if it was factories or servicers or who it was, 
and you were so passionate and confident and you were kind of like, you guys, you know, just, you need to do this. Like, come on already. If you're not doing this, this old school thinking, that's not going to get you where you need to go. And, and we had that conversation sort of with Bill Flannery um, a, a while back on, on, our episode, on one of our episodes with Bill because he's also very, you know, you need to be on LinkedIn, you need, you need to do videos, and, yep. and they need to be, you know, they need to be valuable or entertaining or informative. And your point was that we have to quit looking for how many followers we have to quit asking for the return on investment how many orders did i get for this how you know what were the tangible immediate results um i think you were explaining why that's not the way you should look at at, at uh, digital marketing i come from the the school of youtube and i watched a lot of gary v's and a lot of different things like that over the past five six seven years and you know you just you kind of learn the the ins and outs of what what it, what it's all about, and what it's all about is community, um, which is why I started the Facebook group. You know, which is why we're you know food equipment digital disruptors. That's why that's there. It's to build the community around my brand, and then it's about building business as well. We can talk more about that, but you can and listen. I'm not not to discount the analytics because the all all these apps have built in analyticals, and uh, I definitely do look at them. I try to see what's working, what's not working, times of day. Uh, male, female, uh, from location. I mean, I look at all that, okay, and I and I don't discount it. But for me, I think, uh, and especially our industry, the food equipment world, food equipment service, all channels. You know, we are we are a niche a niche market, and for for us, I think what it really boils down to is the relationships that you build that are going to bring back that ROI that we're all looking for. And I, I always give examples. I, I've, I've added several national chain accounts. Uh, to our small service business here in New Jersey that has helped us grow um, in the last couple of years. And those relationships develop. And then someone says, hey, did you check this guy out on LinkedIn? Go check him out. Then this guy messages me. And all of a sudden, I'm servicing you know, this location, that location. I have 50 of these. I have 20 of these. And we're growing. Um, you know, and, then there's, and then there's opportunities uh, that, that might lead to speaking events, which that's the where I always talk to everybody about the ROI. You might not realize the opportunities that exist and the things that you truly want to do with your life because they never presented themselves. I never wanted to be a speaker, scared to death to talk in front of people. But here I am at RIFMA in March, uh, the Restaurant Facility Maintenance Association on the Rift Talk stage, talking in front of a couple of hundred people, scared to death. But I love what I'm talking about. And I, and I love to put this out into the world, what I've been going through and what I've done to help other people see that this is serious business. And you know, so looking at the analytics again, great, but look at it from a relationship standpoint. And you can't look at it from that on a 30-day level or a 90-day level. This is the marathon. This is in perpetuity. So sit down, plant your feet, and get ready because you need to interact. You need to connect. And don't do it. I can't stand when someone that I don't know comes into my LinkedIn inbox and wants to sell me something. Hey, Rich, uh, you look you look like you're in a facilities thing. I'd love to I'd love to talk to you about getting uh, involved in our software. And do, I don't know you. You gotta you gotta build a relationship, you know. And that's what that same thing as LinkedIn. It's in perpetuity and continue building these things, engaging with people. You're gonna see the return on investment because different opportunities are gonna rise. I can't tell you what those will be. It's your journey. It's there. It's your th that individual's journey. So. That's that's my my uh, two cents on that.
Rich, I, I look at it as uh, like if you're a convenience store that has super, super clean restrooms, you can't necessarily quantify it. But if you're on a road trip, that's where you're stopping, right? And you're going to use the bathroom there and then you're going to grab a soda or a water or a bag of chips or something. So you're getting business. It might, you might not be able to directly correlate it. But, and if you have an unclean restroom, well, it's, you're not going to go out of business, but you might miss out on some growth. There you, there you go. You, what, what are you missing out on? You don't even know. That's why you got to do this. You got to do it now. That is true. You don't know what you're missing out on. I, I mean, um, I've because of COVID, I, I like meeting new people. It, it's a, it, that's a charger for me. I like meeting new people. So a lot of people have introduced me to somebody via LinkedIn, and I've had many hours of calls. I, I talked to two people that worked at buying groups, um, and, and they're mostly women because people know about uh, WESMA, the women's mentoring group that, that I started, and then, um, you know, that that's something I'm passionate about. You and I have even spoken about that. You're passionate about that as well. Yeah. Um, uh, you're, you're really interested in getting more women in, in your side of, uh, on the service side, which is really cool. And, and I think being a digital disruptor is certainly one way to, um, to appeal to those people that you would not see regularly, but you, cause, because you're also seeing potential, um, employees, they're seeing you, you know? Um, but you're right. You don't know what it's going to do, but it's it, it it's going to move you forward in ways that that you have no idea. Um, and and it's fulfilling. Yeah. It is fulfilling. So is. Um, be before we before we wrap up on um, on this, I want to ask you a question about how willing you are to help other service agents, uh, Cefesa members. You, you're yeah. pretty, like, give me a call. We'll mm -hmm. chat. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And no, do absolutely. people? Do, oh, do absolutely. Oh, yeah, all the time. I, I have, uh, we, we, I've, I've made a lot of great friends uh, just, just, just by doing that. Uh, um, it's, it's just one of those things where I, I feel like whether we're in the same market or not, I mean, I would say probably the people in my market, they don't call me. I'm a little sad, but that's okay. But people across you know, the, the, the country, I mean, yeah, we, we reach out. I, I think it's important because I, I love to know what these other guys are doing too. So I get to pick their brain when they call me. Um, and then we can kind of find out ways to improve, improve our businesses. Um, I've implemented a lot of things that I've, I've learned from, from other companies over the years from American kitchen down in Philly, from uh, Coca service out in um, Chicagoland area. So, you know, we're, we help each other. It's 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 an open door, open book here in Jersey for anybody that ever wants to reach out. I don't know if I could ever help, but I will always do my best. And um, I think that's that's one of the beautiful things about the industry. So many people are willing to, not just me. Well, and I think um, because of people like Rich, right, that's going to spawn more people doing that type of work. And uh, over time, then hopefully there'll be a bunch of people with that type of passion and willingness to share and help and be an open book. and I think that's when you'll start to see a step level change in the industry um, in a good way. Yeah. So that's awesome. So Rich, if I'm a 60 year old business owner, which I'm not, so away from that, I get it. I need to do it. You know, it being what, I don't know, but I need to do it. 
but I don't know how, I don't know where to start. Is that, you know, were you like, did you think you had to nail it all down and be perfect or, or what's your, so what's your advice when we wrap up? So think of yeah. a few service guys out there, um, dealers, reps, whatever, manufacturers, they're, you know, they're, they've got a decent website or what have you. And, mm -hmm. and you know, they, they have some good value, but what do they do? Yeah. Uh, so, you know, and I've, I've talked about people have asked me this uh, throughout throughout the years, and um, I, I would say this: it's just like anything. You have for, you just have to start. You have you have to take your first steps. Is it expensive? Absolutely not. Everybody has an iPhone or Android in their pocket. That's how I started. That's what we did, and I just started talking about what was going on in my day. Just talk about the issues that are that you're going through. Guaranteed. And for me, I'm probably going to connect a little bit more with the service industry, but I guarantee that they're all going through a lot of the same things I'm going through. And so many times in this industry, don't we feel like we're on an island and nobody understands? There's hundreds, if not, there's thousands of us that understand. And that kind of is, again, back to the Fed Nation, Fed Group, we're compiling hundreds and hundreds of people that are all going through that. So I implore everybody, if you want to join that and get started with conversating and seeing what that's all about. And and then understand that oh I don't want to be on camera oh I'm 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 fat I'm skinny I'm I'm ugly <laughs> whatever how about just let the market decide okay because we all have these perceptions about ourselves no one's going to be more critical about Rich Malicky than Rich Malicky I'm going to sit there and I'm going to notice all the oh my God I'm getting old what the hell's going on my face is fat so what I guarantee you people are not looking at my at my my videos going <laughs> man this guy is ugly they're probably just listening to what I'm saying and and and, and they're and they're commenting and engaging and that's and that's just the start of it and once you start getting that engagement you see the passion and the excitement of all this stuff you're going to get passionate and excited about it you're going to want to start putting out more oh they really like this video i got i got to let them know what i think about site surveys now now i got to let them know what i think about uh going into an installation blind and all these different things i got to let them know because i want to see what other people are going through and people are going to learn and you can't you can't be scared it's like anything you you will you started a business uh, you started your journey to be a technician. You started your journey to be a sales. It was all probably scary. You probably didn't know what the outcome was going to be. And you don't, same thing with this. You just don't know. So get your phone. Use the app like InShot. I use it every day to edit your videos right on your phone. And don't worry about doing 10-minute videos. Do 60 to 90 seconds. Capture people. Get people in. You're going to start seeing the excitement that you're, you're going to bring to the table for yourself, your team, and, and opportunities are going to come and knock it. Thank you for listening to the Food Service for Thought podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And a big shout out to Forbes, Heaver, and Wallace and everyone on the team for producing the first ever Food Service Rep-driven podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review. Oh, and go eat out at your local restaurant or grab some takeout or delivery, even if you are just in the mood for some apps or dessert. Every bite helps.